Welcome to Less Than 12 Parsecs, the fastest Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. Now here's your host, Tim McMahon. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this very special episode of Less Than 12 Parsecs. We're bringing back Less Than 12 Parsecs Conversations. Yep, we're going to go more than five minutes, more than six minutes, more than seven minutes. Prepare yourself. We might hit 20 or 30 minutes tonight. I am joined by the most awesomest brothers I know who are not related to me, the Dassing Brothers. Gentlemen, would you like to introduce yourselves to the crowd? Hey, I'm Ryan Dassing. And I'm Phil Dassing. This is going to be fun because I have some questions for you guys about brothers growing up Star Wars, and then hopefully that'll spark a conversation, we'll tell some stories, we'll have a good time. Uh, Folks uh, who've listened to Less Than 12 Parsecs before know Ryan. He's a big friend of the show, been around since the beginning. Ryan, thank you for that. In fact, Ryan, there's a little thing we do over on the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Something we call Knights of the Commonwealth. It's Knights of the Commonwealth. Have you heard of this? Have you been on the Commonwealth Podcast Network uh, website and looked at that at all by any chance? And it's okay to say no. I heard about it a while ago. It's been a while since I've been over there, though. What the Knights of the Commonwealth are, it's a very special group of listeners who've made a positive impact on our shows. And these are people that we think deserve special recognition. Ryan, I would like to tonight to knight you as a Knight of the Commonwealth. You are joining our Hall of Fame because of all the awesome stuff you've done for me and for Less Than 12 Parsecs. Think of this as my way of saying thank you for all the world to know. That's awesome, man. I'm honored. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you, you named the Fan Cave. You've sent me some awesome packages before I was even doing a Patreon. You sp- burned me to you spurred me on to do a patreon uh and uh yeah you've been a great pal i've never met you in real life but online i think you're one of the best buds out there thank you sir i uh i definitely hold you up in high uh, recognition myself <laughs> well, i'm not i'm not fishing for compliments but uh i just it's just it's just my way and the commonwealth's way to say thank you uh for all you've done for the show so thank you you are now from this day forward sir ryan that's awesome. I like that title. So, Phil, next time you see Ryan, you have to kneel in his presence. He's he's a knight now. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope to hear some stories uh, about that from, from Ryan at some point or, for, or from you, Phil. And speaking of stories, <laughs> that's how I want to start tonight's conversation. I know growing up with my brother, we spent a lot of time discussing and playing and reenacting and just being Star Wars kids. So I want to know what is the best story you guys have as the Dassing brothers growing up Star Wars? What's your best memories? Hmm. Well, well, to be perfectly honest, we weren't very Star Wars kids per se. We, uh, we all kind of got into the fandom our own little uh, way. And then we kind of all brought it together when we were, I, I guess, late teens early adults and then we just from there we just went crazy with it uh me and phil and our other brother kevin were really big into it and we brought our other brother greg into it as well 
So it kind of all date. We all have our own little stories of where it came from and what our, I guess, origin stories would be. But uh, we didn't really uh, share the, the the Star Wars love until probably, eh, I guess, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Maybe in between that and when uh, uh, the hype before uh, TFA. I think something around th- something around there. So it was like a secret you all had that you were all keeping from each other and you didn't realize you all had the same nerdy secret and then suddenly it came out. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a, I wouldn't say it was a secret. It was just kind of like we, we liked it. And then it just kind of, we kind of, it was kind of almost like we fed off each other. Like, Oh, he likes this part and Oh, he liked this. And it kind of just went like that. But yeah, it was never like, you know, growing up, um, you know, we never all sat around the, the, the tube TV and, and watched it and stuff like that. Yeah, Phil. what's your Phil? What's your? did you start it? Well, I think the main thing is is there's a there's a six year difference between me and Ryan, and I think that plays a lot. You know, now it means nothing. You know, essentially, like, but um, growing up, you know, he was in high school. You know, when I was still you know real young, you know, and still in grade school. So it's like we experienced differently. We, uh, I, I would say, I was a Star Wars kid. I can't say when. I I can't really remember exactly that one moment where I first found about Star Wars. But I know I I just remember seeing it maybe once on TV or one of, maybe at my friend's house. And then, of course, back in 97, when they came back to theaters, like I just remember dragging my dad who could care. He couldn't care at all about it whatsoever. But I remember dragging him, making me, ta- you know, making him take me to go see it. And um each time you know they release i think it was like a few months they would uh, each three they would uh i don't know episodes uh four five and six came out and i remember dragging my dad to take you know take me there every single time it came out and um so i i, I you know i used to get, i used to get all the toys and it's so funny um a lot of our cousins have been going through their old photo albums and stuff online and um you'll see random pictures of me as a kid and i'll be holding like a millennium falcon or a Tie Fighter, some type of toy in my hand. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I did have all those toys. Did you did you come to it on your own, or was it sort of like hero worship? Like, oh, my big brothers are into this, so I, I got to get into it. No, I, it wasn't like that at all for me. I remember kind of being, I don't know. I was just, I, I didn't ever, I never had any inkling one way or another. I think my my close brother Kevin. I think me and him probably are more into it from what I remember, just because me and him were more closer in age. So there's a lot that I could be missing there, but I just remember being psyched about it myself. You know, Ryan was like in high school or, you know, geez, you're probably Ryan. Weren't you like a sophomore in high school when the, the it came out in theaters uh, when they re-released a special edition? Yeah. And I honestly, I didn't even see him in theaters in 97. I saw them when they came out on tape, the special editions came on tape because through the dark times, I kind of wasn't like a, a hardcore fan. I was kind of like a more of a casual fan. So seeing i didn't even i didn't even know you took dad to go see it in theaters that's yeah he he fell asleep and i remember we were at columbia palace (laughs) nine seeing the empire strikes back and he fell asleep in theater that's hilarious yeah and i just remember and everywhere i could i remember like i was like we need to go see it we need to go see it and so he would always take me to go see it with you know kevin or greg and i I mean you were kind of had a job at that point so i just wasn't aware of that you know of that element to it but it, it was definitely a big thing, you know, especially when I remember I got like this special toy they were giving out at Pizza Hut when um, the Phantom Menace came out. It was a Viceroy, and I just started <laughs> playing with that thing, and I wish I still had it too. 
But I just remember through each time, you know, that kind of like re sparked it for me. Like my love of Star Wars, you know, after the the special editions came out. Yeah. From, so I just that's kind of where I started from being a Star Wars fan. So I hope I didn't open any sort of family rift here since Ryan didn't know you and your dad had gone to the films without him. So <laughs> hope this isn't going to be know, like trust a... Trust me, I, oh, I, I would never go see a Star Wars movie with my father. Trust me, that's not... A... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's not going to be any problems at Thanksgiving because of this episode tonight of Less Than 12 Parsecs. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Darn it. Well, it's funny. It's oh. funny. Uh, my, my origin, uh, the earliest memory I have is uh, my aunt used to watch us when we were little like real little. And, um, I think it was, I guess when return of the Jedi came out and, uh, my cousin, he would get all these like hand-me-down toys from my, uh, aunts, uh, coworkers, older kids. And he would get all these, you know, he was an only child. He would get all these toys. So we'd go over to his house when my mom was at work. And I remember one of the first two toys we played with was a nine numb and an X-wing Luke Skywalker. Like I, I remembered that that was my, first memory of star wars and i'm like i don't know what these are but these look awesome these are the and, classic uh, kenners yeah this is the, the loose oh. the loose kenners yep nice so that was that was that was my earliest memory of playing star wars with the you know the loose figures that i guess that was i don't know 84 83 something like that wow Darn it. You know, as a big brother myself, I was hoping there was going to be some uh, sibling hero worshiping going on here because (laughs) as the older brother, I sort of hope that my little brother uh, looks up to me and, uh, you know, so come on, Phil, help my, help my ego here. (laughs) Tell me something positive Ryan did as a, uh, as a older brother who was into Star Wars for you. Well, um, (laughs) <laughs> this sounds really awful, but I, I, I can't think of anything in particular, <laughs> especially growing up, uh, coming from it from that angle. It wasn't so <laughs> I just remember, like, I don't know, just everything, I guess, since, I guess, because I remember we, Ryan, we did see the, they re-released Star, uh, what was it? God, I'm trying, which one was that? It was the, it was the Phantom Medicine 3D. That's what Phantom Menace in 3D we saw. And I think it's really what started our tradition of going and seeing Star Wars movies all yeah, as, by, you know, by ourselves. Yep, as a brother. Yep. So, so that was that was 2012 or 13. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys uh, rope your other brothers into this tradition of being uh, all the brothers showing up for premieres and such like that. Was it, was that easy to get everyone in? Cause you said they were all into it as well, right? It was, it was pretty easy. Our other brother, Kevin, he's a professional gamer. So he did more of the video games growing up with uh, the super Nintendo and N64. And I know he played a bunch of those games and he got into, um, he, he was pretty big in a battlefront. So he kind of had that angle. So we all kind of just had our own little thing and we just never really combined them. Until, like I said, we got older. We were pretty much adults at that point, and we just kind of combined them together. And then once we did that, our other brother saw what we were into and was like, "Well, I want to do that too. Like, I want, I want, yeah. you know, I want to be, I want to be part of that." So he, you know, God bless his soul. <laughs> he he tries and tries, and uh, he, I, I give him I give him an A for effort. But yeah, every, he every every when we used to see him every when Christmas released, and even when we saw Solo. He's the one that goes and he buys all the tickets. He waits in line. He does that the thing on online where he, you know, waits for the queue and he he buys our tickets every mm-hmm. year for Christmas. It's you know we don't have to even question it. He's like I, I'm on it. And nice. you know sometimes he sometimes he needs our you know knowledge to be like what time they're going on sale. He's got his own Fandango account. So yeah, it's kind of tradition. 
he's the one that buys them and we all go we all we always know that we have tickets for the first showing in our town we we, we go back and forth between two different theaters but um yeah, reserve seating is a must because I don't know how you and your son sit there and wait for hours on end. Yeah, that, that's a horror <laughs> story. I don't want to go into again. <laughs> you guys, you guys pay him back, right? You're not stiffing him, right? He's, you know, or is he is he paying giving you guys the tickets the the kindness of his heart and his wallet? <laughs> it's it's his uh it's his Christmas present to us. Oh, okay, that's sweet. All right. <laughs> I'm about to say I, I've I've never paid him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. No, I don't. I don't mean to go off the Star Wars topic here, but you said something that I find awesomely intriguing. You said your brother's a professional gamer. I've never actually met a professional gamer. Tell me a little bit about that. I know it's his story, not yours. But what? How? how? And and does you know is he doing well? I mean, I'm not going to ask dollar amounts. That'd be rude. But what what's what's the life of a professional well, gamer like? <laughs> I, I can I can kind of trace back to the exact moment he became a gamer. And I, I know it. I, I know exactly what you're going to say too. I know the story. I was here. I'm still a little bitter about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was right around. Um, I want to say it was the day after. Th- or it was Thanksgiving. Or the day after Thanksgiving, we got in line early in the morning. I forget. I forget where we went to, but we we got the GameCube, and it was supposed to be a Christmas gift for my parents, for me and my brother Kevin. And I remember we went to his, after we picked it up, we went to his friend's house. His, name, his friend's name is Chris. And they both put in Super Smash Brothers. And they were playing it. And they went, They just eventually kind of boxed me out. And I had to sit there and watch him play it for hours. <laughs> and I think that was probably one of the only times I ever really got a chance to be around the GameCube. Because he kind of commandeered it from me. And that he went on from there. And that's what he plays. <laughs> he was a uh, professional he was ranked like top in the country for a while. He still goes plays in tournaments, and he actually just went to L.A. He got an invitation from Nintendo to try and come out as like a an honorary person, whatever. During their, um, I wanted what 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 convention was that, Ryan? I don't know. You, I can't really remember the details. That was D twenty three. D twenty three. Okay, and so he went out there and he got to, you know, all pretty much everything covered you know come on out you know to all these events and watch the new um smash brothers and he got to play it on the new system and everything like that and phil it's funny being being the older brother that was not the story i was thinking of Uh you were probably you were probably too young because i know he was really young when this happened but his first professional gaming was back 93 i'm probably wrong with the year there was a there was a call out for Donkey Kong 64 on the N64 at our local Blockbuster. And people lined up to play Donkey Kong. And out of the entire town, he came in first place and won out of everybody for Donkey Kong. And we're like, when did this happen? Like, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's like the third line whenever we play Nintendo. Like, he's, you know, he's not the first person, that, you know, you know, playing. He beat our entire town. And from that day on, that's when he started. Yeah, he is. You know, he his fame to claim his uh, claim to fame is uh, Smash Brothers, but he um, he he won the tournament in our town for the blockbuster for Donkey Kong sixty four, and he beat out like I don't know, I guess it was like forty people, something like that. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm and trying- it's funny because it's funny. I have a, I can and I can turn this around 
and segue back into a Star Wars story. Okay, do so it. Go two, for it. <laughs> so two years ago, I uh, I work for a company. You know, we handle we handle. Uh, I deal with IT people all day. I'm not IT, but I I, I inter, you know I interact with people for IT. And uh, one day he saw all my Star Wars stuff because I'm not allowed to wear Star Wars, but I incorporate it within my uniform. And uh, he said, uh, "Yeah, you know, I, I see your Star Wars stuff," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool." You know, I I kind of you know. Just, you know, oh, cool. Thanks. Awesome. And uh, we got to talk and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's like, you live up in you live up in, in Maryland. And I said, yeah, we were in Virginia at the time. And I said, yeah, he goes, yeah, I go up there and I play uh, I play Smash Brothers up at this uh, at this house. I said, oh, that's pretty cool. I said, oh, you probably know my brother. And he goes, yeah, I, I know a bunch of people up there. What's your brother's name? And I said, Kevin. And he goes, Kevin. He's like, this sounds familiar. And he said, uh, does he have like a gamer handle? And I said, yeah, I said, actually, his handle is husband. And the look on his face, his jaw dropped. He goes, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me your brother's husband? <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah. He goes, oh, my God. He's like, I've been following him since I was in, like, middle school. I'm like, cool. Like, okay. <laughs> so the next time I go down there, he goes, hey, um, you know, tell your brother my name. And, you know, I said, that's cool. You know, I told him my brother and he's like oh yeah yeah i think i've seen that kid before and he comes up here and so the next time i see him he goes hey i got something for you for he goes i I talked to your brother and i got something for you i said what he gave me pre uh special edition star wars trilogy tapes on vhs because he saw them in his basement knew i like star wars and was so happy that i told my brother about him and they had like some little conversation at some gaming thing up up by us i was like sweet so, it's on the Star Wars shelf. Nice. Thanks, thanks to Kevin. Is that pan AKA and- husband? <laughs> Is that pan okay. and scan or widescreen? Uh, it's widescreen. Okay, nice. All right. So, since we're talking about video games, uh, are you guys uh, much into the Star Wars games at all these days? Mobile, console, PC, anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Easy cut. Okay. The only video game I ever played, and I love it, I still have it, too, is uh, Shadows of the Empire. And I used to play that all the time yeah. when we first got uh, 64. And I still actually have the console. Yeah. You were talking about GameCube. I, I kept my GameCube only because uh, the Rogue Squadron game came with a bonus disc, which was the old Atari Vector Graphics arcade game, which is, to me, the best video game of all time. Uh, the the you're flying an X-wing attacking the Death Star. I mean, it's just it's just black screen with like green and red and blue lines, but it's an awesome game. My son plays Clone Wars on the Xbox, and I let him go to town on that. And that's as far as I go when it comes to video games. Yeah, I had that. It was it was Clone Wars slash like some version of Tetris on the same disc. The, yep. ver- the version I have, yeah, that's the one he plays. He loves it. So that's the past of the brother dassing uh, Star Wars love. What's the future? I mean, other than keep going, keep going with the the new films. I'm sure you guys will keep up that tradition. But you know, Ryan, I know you're in the 501st. Are you gonna get your other brothers into it at all? Oh, I've. It's funny. Um, me being in the 501st, one of the first people to tell me that I should join was Phil. We went to because uh, our, our our kids are this, around the same age, and we went to with the old line garrison we met up with them for one event and phil kept saying he said man come on you should do it i said no nah, you know that's cool but it's a lot of money and i'm sure there's dues and yeah you know, i don't, don't want to join a group and blah 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 and it's funny because 
as soon as I talk to you and you're telling me about, you know, you're the one that kind of pushed me over the line and answered a lot of my questions for the five at first. I've now I've turned the tables and I've been trying to get him into it. But like I said, it, it is, uh, it's very, uh, it can take over your life. And <laughs> so what's, what's holding you back, Phil? What, 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 what do you well, need to know about the five at first that we can uh, sell you on? <laughs> well, I've always wanted to be a five at first member and I, I didn't want to be, I always imagine cause I, I'm, I'm a big guy and, uh, I sweat a lot, so I didn't want to do anything with armor. <laughs> I knew that from the jump. And uh, Ryan was actually, yeah, I did mention it to him. He was like, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of dues. I'm like, no, I go to the website. There's said there's no dues. Like it's, you don't have to pay for that or anything. You just got to pay for you know whatever you want to be. And I, I've always wanted to be an imperial officer, but I always felt like I'm kind of too fat <laughs> to pull that <laughs> off in my own mind. Like so, I've never got into it more than just like. A, here and there looking up on ebay for outfits or looking online what the requirements would be and i i just never else got around to it other than that just just occasionally just looking or you know looking at uh at stuff online he could pull it off he's he's not he's not he's not a big fat guy he can pull it off hey i have a buddy uh in our garrison who's a, who's a larger guy and he does an officer and his joke is i'm not fat I'm just from a high gravity planet, so that's why. <laughs> that's awesome. I may have to steal that. Yeah, no, go for it. Well, I like always I wanted said, to be Krennic too, as well. After I saw uh, Director Krennic, and I just wanted a cape so desperately. Yeah, yeah. We only have we only have we only have one in our garrison right now, and he kind of sucks. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, he he could pull it off. Like I said, I'm a bigger guy too. You know, I and. You get over, you, you get over like the, because, you know, depending on what you wear, you have to order certain sizes. And Tim, you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, when you, when you order like racing shirts that come from China, yeah, I, I feel like hell knowing that I'm ordering a 7X. I'm like, but in America, it's a 7X is, you know, a 2X. But right. wait, you, you get used to those large things and you don't have to worry about, you know, yeah, the first time I ordered a 7X, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna kill myself. But uh, it's, it's, you, you just get used to that stuff, and you know my my flight suit for my Tie Fighter and my Gunner, you know, two X, and yeah, I don't care. Like yeah, I said, I'm a I'm a bigger guy too, and then you know you get used to it, and yeah, I sweat a lot too. But he'll yeah. he'll do it one day. I I know Phil. He'll he'll do it one day. Yeah, It'll there's, happen. There's no restrictions on body type. I mean, you can go online and see images of very chubby stormtroopers or very short Darth Vaders. I would love to do a Vader, but I know I'm just too short, too too scrawny. But that that doesn't mean I can't. It's just in my own head. I feel like there's a limit. That, that I, yeah. I would disappoint some little kid like you're not Darth Vader. You're only you know five foot eight. <laughs> Actually, I'm five eleven. But you know, we have a Empire Strikes Back Vader in our garrison, and he's five foot seven. Yeah. And he he, pff, he rocks it and. It, pff, I've never, I've never sent anyone, I've never seen anyone, you know, question. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a group part of the five of first called two store first stormtrooper, and it's anyone who's five, eight and under can be part of that. And they make patches and coins and all sorts of stuff. And yeah, like I said, it's, it's one of those things you can be any body size, height, shape, form. And guess what? You're part of the five of first. There are a hundred other people that I've seen bigger than Phil rocking, uh, rocking an officer thing. So. He'll, he'll do it one day. He'll do it one day. He will. <laughs> you need anything, Phil? We're there for you. We're, we're behind right. you 100%. Anything you need. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. 
You know, every time I don the stormtrooper armor, someone always has to make that joke. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? I think every trooper gets that, even if they're five foot, even if they're six foot five. But oddly <laughs> enough, I was reading the the making of A New Hope, the the Rinsler book, and I think it said in there that the average stormtrooper, the the actors who played the stormtroopers, because this was the seventies, it was the UK, they were only about five foot eight, five foot nine was their average height. So as a guy who's five eleven. I'm too tall to be a stormtrooper. Uh, but, you know, you tell people that and then it just gets really, really nerdy and their eyes glaze <laughs> over. And I'm sure the <laughs> listeners right now are going, that's just too nerdy. And their eyes are, their ears are glazing over. So let's move on. Well, <laughs> this, well let's go back. The story I heard was that Mark Hamill was 5'9 when he played that. And when she said, aren't you too short to be a stormtrooper? That's why to join two store for a stormtrooper in the 501st, you have to be 5'8". That's the story I heard. I don't, I don't know if it's one hundred percent true, but knowing yeah, the nerds, sense. Prob- yeah. probably is. <laughs> so you guys both have kids. How how are you going to keep the Star Wars tradition rolling in the next generation of uh, Dassings? Oh man, it is going to be insane when these Dassing kids, if they embrace the fandom that they already have right now, whew, it's going to be nuts. Are your kids yeah. into so, it, Phil? Oh yeah, um, I, I've taken my kids to see like I we always like I said we always see it first with my brothers and um, I'll take them uh, probably somewhere or, some, or like sometimes like probably a few weeks after it's released on a on a Sunday morning or something like that I'll take them to see it and they love it they love Star Wars um, I have uh, three kids uh, oldest is a daughter and she lo- loves Star Wars but she and same thing with my 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 second child is a son he uh, he he's he like he loves it. He likes like when it comes on, but they kind of have fleeting interest now. So now they're, it's now it's Marvel. You know, um, it's, it's all that they're obsessed about now. But they always come back to Star Wars whenever I play it. They're always into it, and they want me to read the, read the the you know the opening credits and stuff like that. They they always like really love it. So, they I could see them being into it, but I could also see them being like, oh gosh, Dad's such a nerd. Like <laughs> Star Wars again. Ugh. As a, <laughs> as a dad with older kids, I'll tell you, they'll definitely go through a phase where they won't like it simply for the fact that you do like it. You know? Yeah. You know? Oh, I see that. But I then can they'll, definitely see that coming. <laughs> yeah, but it'll, it'll come back around as they get older. They'll they'll rediscover it. And, you know, it, it'll seem like years because technically it is, but the time will pass real fast. Don't worry. And then we all end up Ant-Man. in the grave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Ant-Man, Ant-Man has taken over both our households at this current point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, we've hit the 30-minute mark. Uh, I want to thank you both for coming on. Before we go, uh, any any last great dassing Star Wars stories? There's no need to rush. Take any time. Anything we haven't covered that you'd like to share as brothers, as Star Wars fans, uh, any great stories for our listeners? Well, uh, stories. So <laughs> I, I do say that probably one of the best times of the year is when Christmas rolls around and I get to hang out with these guys and we get to go and be little kids without our kids and get to sit there and make jokes. And we sit there and we we're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The, <laughs> the crawl comes on and we're like, uh, 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 the me and Phil are kind of, we are all in different degrees of spoilers as such. And Phil is the, uh, the he is a spoiler of the family. I, have uh, to know. I am do that to yourself, man. Uh, God, I, I can't help it. It's always like, first few you know months after you know it's coming out i'm like ah, i don't care i don't need to look i don't look but then something happens within the like the week before the release i'm like 
I, I gotta go on Reddit. I gotta see what's going on. I, oh, he looks. I, I he it looks. In my own head, and I think about the way the movies are supposed to go, and it drives me crazy not knowing. So I, I always end up doing that. <laughs> and then he'll he'll sit across from me in a room and go, "Hey, Ryan, remember this?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "You want to know what that is?" I'm like, "Stop right now. <laughs> just stop." <laughs> and then he has that like, devilish laugh. And so our other brothers know that I'm like one step behind Phil spoilers. I I come to a point where I just, I go, you know, radio silent and uh, our other brothers are kind of, you know, my one brother, he doesn't even watch trailers. He watches the first trailer and then he's done. Like he's cut off. Like that's, that's his, that's his line. And uh, so we go there and of course we all go down the line. Oh, Phil knows what's going to happen at the end. Cool. Be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah we just kind of we just kind of rip on each other with stuff like that but yeah like like i said probably one of the best times of the year is sitting with these sitting with these knuckleheads having our fanboy tears and uh i think one of <laughs> i think one of the i think one of the best stories is is every single time in, starting with the force awakens we sit there we are the last four in the theater and we are talking about what we saw what we thought our uh, speculations for the next one to the point where the next group is coming into the theater and we're sitting here almost spoiling it for the people who are watching the second show. We do that every single time to the point where like, we just go out to the parking lot. We're like, just go keep walking to the parking lot, to the cars, to the cars. Freezing too. Yeah. Yeah. Really cold. And we sit there and talk for 45 minutes and (laughs) yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's definitely, that's definitely the highlight of highlight of my year when it comes to, Star Wars fandom is hanging out with those four knuckleheads, three knuckleheads. Yeah, and I, I just to add on to that, like being a kid and growing up with Star Wars, I remember it's a funny story. I always tell everyone this, um, but I had my mom drop me off at seven thirty in the morning on that Saturday after Episode Two came out, and I I went by myself. My mom dropped me off by myself to see the movie. And I watched the whole thing by myself, and I had to go to a payphone and call her and tell her, you know, <laughs> the movie was over. And I just going from that to now, like, I get to go hang out with my brothers. And it's probably the only thing we do, just us four guys, throughout the whole year. And I mean, other than, like, family events and Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Well, just us four. That's, yeah, you know, yeah. that's the only thing we really do together. So that's kind of cool. Like, Star Wars kind of brought us all together as brothers. At what point will you start bringing your kids, or is it still just going to be the four of you? Probably. Oh be no. For the. Yeah, it, it, it'll just it'll just be the four of us. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Keep our it. kids are uh, our kids are all around the same age. The oldest ones like around the oldest ones. Seven, eight. Yeah. Seven. Eight December. Yeah, yeah. So our old the oldest my brother's oldest is eight, and then the youngest is what six months. <laughs> so yeah. we all have we all we all have relatively young kids. So, yeah, we, we always say, you know, it'll be a long time before they're, you know, first showing, <laughs> sitting with us. Yeah. No, keep it pure. Keep it clean. Keep it keep it just the bros. I like that. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show, for chatting with us, telling the Dassing family t- tales <laughs> of Star Wars-ness. This is awesome. Uh, before we go, uh, any anything you guys want to plug, any links, any social media contacts you want to put out there for the world? You can find me on Twitter. At uh, our Dizzy, uh, you can go on to uh, Oline Garrison at the Five of First and uh, check us out there. The Maryland DC Group, um, or you can find me on Facebook, Ryan Dassing. 
Yeah, and if, I guess uh, Philip Dassing, if you want to find me on Facebook, add me. But other than that, I'm kind of boring. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweet. It. Well, well, Phil also does some other podcasting. Stop being shy. Oh, come on. Tell us all about it. Oh, okay. Um, I I didn't didn't know if that would be cool to plug that. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. We're all about sharing the links and the love. Well, I I do the, what's called, we call it, it's the Punk Rock Libertarian Podcast. Uh, It's with my my buddy Matt. Um, He does it's his thing, but I go on pretty much a regular now. Uh, We do it every Sunday, so... Anybody's a libertarian in Star Wars, and you might be that might be something that's for you. Uh, you check it check it out on on Facebook, Punk Rock Libertarians, and every Sunday night around eight o'clock we go live. So if you're interested, check it out. Hey, you should connect with Stephen Kent from Beltway Banthas. He's also a Star Wars libertarian punk rock guy as well. He doesn't look it; he looks totally buttoned down conservative guy, but he's uh, punk rock at heart. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, he's- He's a big Nationals fan too. So. Oh wow! How have I not known about this guy? Yeah, see, got to connect. Got to connect. See. see? This, right. this is why we share the links. This is why it's all about connecting fans and friends. And there you go. Awesome. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much for coming on, Phil, Sir Ryan, now of the uh, Knights of the Commonwealth. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> That's big enough, right? <laughs> we'll get I you like a. It. We'll, I'll, I'll send you the official plaque, the, the certificate, the paperwork that makes it all official. That'll be coming your way soon. And, uh, yeah, for you guys out there listening, if you have any great Star Wars family stories from your with your siblings, with your family, any traditions, hey, I want to know. Email me at 12parsexpodcast at gmail.com or connect with me on any of my social media accounts. All the links can be found on my website, 12parsexpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. All together now, OTD! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. <laughs> I want to. I want to feel to do it on this by himself. Oh, I was like, I you're that kind of brother, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Less Than Twelve Parsecs, the fastest Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. For links and show notes, visit our website, 12parsecpodcast.com. Follow Less Than 12 Parsecs on Twitter at 12parpod, on Instagram at 12parsecpodcast, on Tumblr at 12parsecpodcast, and find us on Facebook as well. And please let us know what you think. Email us at 12parsecpodcast at gmail.com. All Star Wars sounds, music, images, logos, designs, characters, and elements are registered trademarks and copyrights of Disney, Lucasfilm Limited, and their subsidiaries and respected rights holders, and used by less than 12 Parsecs Podcasts under fair use doctrine. All original content is copyright Tim McMahon and less than 12 Parsecs Podcasts, released under the no derivative works creative common license.